Hello, and thank you for joining LTC NAC Chat, a podcast brought to you by the American Association of Post-Acute Care Nursing, a packet. I'm your host, Amy Stewart, Vice President of Education and Certification Strategy for APACIN. I am here today with Jesse McGill and Jennifer LeBay, Curriculum Development Specialists with APACIN, to discuss highlights from the 2022 APACIN Conference that was held last week in Las Vegas. I'd like to thank all of our conference sponsors and business partners for supporting our conference especially our presenting sponsor, Innovalon. This event could not have happened without your support. So let's talk favorite session. Jesse, what was your favorite session? Oh, Amy, that is such a difficult decision. There were so many great sessions at conference this year, but since I am a learner, I really have to pick two sessions that really had some great knowledge nuggets that I took away from. The first session was Managing Managed Care, which was taught by Maureen McCarthy. And this session provided some great tips on how to be successful working with managed care companies, how to use the contract to your benefit, and really knowing when you need to kind of push back on some of those managed care decisions and be that advocate for your residents. So just some great tips with that session. And the second session that really stood out to me was Who Holds the Aces, taught by Megan Ussery. And this session really focused in on really benefiting the PDPM reimbursement for your Medicare residents. And one of my key takeaways from this session was understanding therapy documentation and the collaboration that therapy has with PDPM and the nursing home staff so that we're working together and not having to go in and really fish out all the information from therapy, but working together to understand what the documentation means that therapy puts in their notes and how that translates to what can be captured on the MDS. Jen, what about your favorites? Well, thank you for having me, Amy. I also had a difficult time choosing because there were so many great sessions and I wish I could have gone to all of them. But I also enjoyed a therapy-based presentation. This was Falls Management and Cognition, which was put on by Josh Harp and Mark Cifarelli from Legacy Healthcare. And they had some really awesome care planning touch points that as a nurse, I never really thought of because my background obviously is in therapy and and he was talking about vestibular changes and how incontinence and vestibular changes can be related because of dehydration and lack of fluid and there were some really great takeaways for care planning related to that so it really brought it full circle that it wasn't just, you know, the typical fall risk things that we think of with incontinence, like slipping and falling or urgency to get to the bathroom, but it can impact other areas that also have a huge impact on fall. I mean, think about when you have a cold, when your ears are blocked up and you get dizzy. He really talked about those vestibular changes. and I thought that was fascinating. And he had some really great care planning points. They both had some great care planning points also about 
uh, cognition and the amount of time that residents take to respond and how if you keep asking the same question, it resets their time to respond. And I found that very interesting as well. I know when we're teaching about MDS and completing the BIMS, one of the items is that you have to give them 30 seconds to respond. And that's a long time when you sit for 30 seconds of just silence waiting for that response. You're thinking, oh, they didn't hear me or, you know, I'm just sitting here. Do they even know I'm still here. And that was the same kind of thing that he was expressing when giving those types of commands to the cognitively impaired folks as it relates to that fall risk. And one of the things that he brought around with that was 15-minute checks. You go in, hey, how you doing? And then if it takes them a while to respond, they're not going to respond to you until 30, 40 seconds later, and maybe they're going to attempt to get up and you've already left for your 15-minute check. So there were some really great care planning takeaways. I also really enjoyed the opening session with Gail and Emmanuel, and I know, Amy, that you really enjoyed him as well. He was so engaging, and Jesse and I had a lot of fun in his session and his activities. Before we talk about Galen's session, because you're right, Jen, I absolutely love Galen. I am a Galen groupie, there's no doubt. I want to share with our listeners another good educational session that we had, and that was the one brought to us by Janet Feldkamp from Benish Law. And Janet is a nurse and an attorney, and I love her take on handling survey and all of the survey issues that she was highlighting in her presentation. But as you said, Jen, my favorite, I love the opening catalyst session with Galen Emanuel. He talked about culture and emotional intelligence, and then he had some creative examples and activities that he used with the audience. So let me start with you, Jesse. Jesse, what did you learn from Galen's session? Oh, you're so right, Amy. What a fun session to be part of. I think one of my biggest takeaways from the session was what we say and what we do makes a difference. And it's small things. It's the way we engage with other people, whether we are doing it in a positive manner, a neutral manner, or a negative manner. And when I really thought back to just engaging, and I know this session was really on a culture change and working with your peers and staff members, but I even brought it down to the resident level with how we engage with the residents and how we greet them every day and whether we are doing that in a very positive, encouraging manner with a smile and really engaging with that resident or if we're just neutrally saying a general good morning to a resident and not really engaging with them, just the difference that that could have on that resident's day to really start it off on that positive note. But there was so much power just in a really short period of time that I connected with that really opened my eyes to how big, a small adjustment in how you react to somebody. Just making sure you're engaged and being positive with that interaction can really have a difference on that person's day. I agree. One of my favorite parts was when we did the group activity where no matter what the other person was bringing on a picnic, and I know for the listeners it's going to be a little confusing, but you had to say yes no matter what they were bringing. And the animation in the other person's face, I found to be so engaging. Every time you'd say yes, the other person that you were engaging with became so much more engaged. So I just loved that piece of it. 
Jen, what was your favorite part of Galen's session? Well, kind of to tag on, it's that engagement. And I kind of related it to, because I'm, you know, a knack by heart, relating it to doing that and doing the assessment and doing the, the scripted interviews. Um, and we know we go in there a lot. We're asking the bins, we're asking them the PHQ-9 and getting them to engage. And so like, instead of going in with that negative, oh, I'm here to do this assessment and we're required to do it. And it's part of what we're doing, you know, coming in with that positive smile, I'm here and here's why we're doing it. And this is great great thing and this is going to help you because we're going to understand what you need and what we're going to care plan for and we're going to take better care of you. So I kind of applied it to that. In addition to like how you relate to other people in your organization, one of the things that he said was in that session that you talked about, the activity about saying yes to everything, you know, one of the things he pointed out, obviously you can't say yes to everything, but it's all in your approach. You know, yes, you can be excited about it, but still be able to say no and say, here's why and, you know, provide an explanation without just being, a, you know, a negative Nelly out there, not listening to the coworkers or not listening to the families. And I think it would have a huge impact on the overall culture with the families, with the residents, with the coworkers, with surveyors, with anyone coming into our facility. Great summary of his session, Jen. Thank you very much for that. I've been attending our association's conference since 2010, and I've learned so much every single year. There's always takeaways. Can you ladies share with our audience what are some of the benefits of attending? Uh, like you, Amy, I've been coming to conferences for quite some time. I think my first one, maybe 2007, 2008. And it's just, I've always enjoyed being with my peers and hearing different stories about what's going on in different parts of the country or different sectors. From when I was, you know, a new MDS coordinator way back at my first conference to now, I'm always hearing new things and different things about, oh, this is a good idea. Oh, we should take this back to our building. And I always have, you know how they always give you the pads of paper, or little three folds of paper at your sessions. I've always have those little papers filled with tips and keys and, oh, I should do this. And oh, I need to bring this to my team. And oh, I'm going to add this to my practice. And that's the thing I love because it really charges me up. And this year, especially, you know, after being virtual for a couple of years and I was a new mom, so I hadn't attended, uh, you know, as many conferences in the past seven years as I had in the past. It was so wonderful to be with everybody and to have that face-to-face -face interaction, masked or no masked, just to be there and, you know, to throw up a hand and ask a question and it be real time and it just felt so good to be there and I just felt recharged clinically I felt recharged professionally and you know it gets lonely sometimes working from home or, or not being out with the people so this for me personally it was fabulous because it was just great being with everybody I love that thanks Jennifer Jesse how about you you know, one thing that I noticed, especially as Jen said, coming back after two years of virtual conference, you know, we have that education piece and I'm a learner, so I love getting more education. I love hearing other people speak on different topics and all those little takeaways that I can get. But the big difference this year after being virtual for two years is connecting with people. I was 
able to talk to so many different members and attendees at the conference and really hear about their stories and experiences and talk about different situations that they've had and difficulties they've had with MDS coding or making skill decisions and just a vast majority of different discussions and different situations that our attendees have experienced. And being able to sit face-to-face and have conversations and talk to people and really just relate to people and make that connection and have that networking so that you have more people on your side to reach out and talk to, ask questions to, because as a nurse assessment coordinator, oftentimes you may be the only one or one of very few people in your facility that understand exactly what you do with the MDS and how the coding applies. And being able to make those connections at a place like the packing conference and connect with other NACs and have that person to go to, that is really a valuable piece of the conference and just reaching out and getting to know so many other people that share your experiences and speak your language, especially when you talk about REI and PDPM. It's a language that a lot of other people don't speak. So for me, one of my best benefits of conference was really making that connection with other people. Thank you both for joining me today and sharing insight about the 2022 and Conference with our listeners. I hope that many of you can join us next year. We're not sure where we're going yet, but we will be letting you know in the future. So stay tuned to the APACAN website for more details. Thank you for joining us today. For more resources and tools for nurse assessment coordinators, please visit our website at www.aapacn.org. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the LTC NAC Chat Podcast. Heard the news about how you can improve quality care and increase efficiency with Ability? Ability offers a range of applications to simplify the complexity of healthcare, allowing organizations of all types and sizes to spend more time on care and less time manually collecting, analyzing, and reporting data. This allows you to remain in compliance while making data-driven decisions that benefit residents. With Ability, your facility can improve resident outcomes, optimize reporting data, enhance reimbursements, and much, much more. Discover what Ability has to offer at abilitynetwork.com slash apackin.